Cool. Okay. Welcome back. Hey, boo. Welcome. How's it going? How are you, my dear? Do you know what? I'm hot and bothered, but apart from that, I mean, I'm always hot. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, now I'm hot and bothered. Um, but apart from that, it's all good. It's been a um, it's been an interesting week. But it's always a pleasure to see you, La. It's nice to be loved. It? <laughs> it really to be loved. To be Whoa. loved. <laughs> what a feeling. <laughs> to be loved. Two girls in a mic. <laughs> Boom, boom. <laughs> Jazz hands. Yep, that's our opener for today. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. I am Lala. I'm Miss She Talks. Yes, and we've got some things to discuss today. Some things are gone. Some things are gone. So things. first off, let's start off with this whole Drake <laughs> oh, versus Pusha. I mean, it's been emotional. My Twitter has gone. Listen, in one day, my emo. phone just went. It just went. It went bananas. <laughs> Let me just say, right? Yeah. So I like I like Drake. You Is know, it over for Champagne Pop. <laughs> Is it over for Aubrey? <laughs> I mean, he's impregnating porn stars. This allegedly. He talks about his mama, his daddy, his he baby mom, the best friend. Hot. I was like, oh, I want him backside. So let me just say, right? <laughs> you know, um, there's beef, yeah. right? And then there's there's what Pusha did. <laughs> So the thing is, so when, so, so obviously this, we are talking about the, um, hip hop drama, hip hop beef between, um, Drake and Pusha T. Mm. So I feel like it, so people are saying that it has a long, long, long history. Yeah, they, okay. I think allegedly they fell out over, um, something to do with Pharrell, something to do with, um, was it a beat or something? No, something to do with clothing. You know, a Pharrell used to do, um, billionaires boys club. Baby Nate. Oh, yeah. okay. Right, right, right. And, um, I think, I think little Wayne kind of jacked their style. No, some someone didn't get like paid that. for something. That's what I'm sure it's. Someone didn't get paid for. This is starting to sound familiar, but maybe someone didn't get paid for something or, didn't pay for something. I don't know. Whatever the case may be. So there was. There, so there's been. So there's been yeah. shots fired previously. <laughs> yeah. But obviously, um, so Pusha T's got the new album Daytona out. Mm. I haven't really gone into. I have not bought it because I'm boycotting anything to do with that frigging um, album cover. I think. It's right. So and also, yeah, and, and that man that's behind Pusha, I love you to death, but. You're with somebody that I can't get down with, so that's I won't be it. it. Sorry, anybody else on on um good music, Tiana, I love you too. I can't do it. That's it. Any projects, I'm not doing it. And you know, what? we've spoken about this on on this podcast before. Sometimes you just gotta get behind, get upon, stand upon mm. your convictions about certain things. And so I hear what you're saying, and that's the same reason I haven't really got in into Daytona because. Mm. Firstly, it's good music, so it's got Kanye's name to it. And also the fact of that, that album cover mm. was a liberty. Mm. I think it's a liberty. Mm. I just don't think there was any need for him to um, to that. almost rake up mm. that part of Whitney's life in her death. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And knowing how she died as well. I just think it's all kinds of crass. Mm. So haven't gotten into it, but apparently shots were fired by Pusha on one of the tunes on the album yeah, to Drake. Inf infrared. Right. Yeah. So 
Um, and perhaps that there was um, something even in the title because he moving like a sniper gun right now. <laughs> but, so then Drake um, um, obviously must hear it, whatever. And so he releases the diss track. Yeah, the Duppy Freestyle. And it's so funny. When I, well, sorry to cut you. When I saw the title Duppy Freestyle, I was thinking to myself, I know Americans right now are frantically typing into right? Google, Google. What is a Duppy? What is a Duppy? What is it? What is it? Because you it? know Drake just thinks he's so international he's so out here. <laughs> I know. He's fresh off the boat. But you Jamaican. know what? He's no, he's not even fresh off the boat Jamaican because he's he's. I feel as though he's um jamaican via london roads i think yeah at one point i thought maybe the black side of him's got jamaican and i thought actually no because his dad's from the u.s yeah and his mum is she's just white yeah so there's no jamaicanness no and that's what other than the fact that maybe he's brethren because you know there's a lot of um um, jamaicans in canada i was gonna say that yeah but i don't even think that's what i'm saying i i I, for some reason i don't even feel as though he goes to it in that direction which would be the natural route (laughs) the jamaicans and the jamaican community in his country of canada i feel as though he goes to jamaica via the london yes <laughs> right that's what i'm saying that's how i think yeah, so he went yeah. around that way yeah he watched top boy and was like, right oh, yeah. yeah so this that's what it. i think he's so, picked oh, it so all up for this is you this yeah. is all you oh, okay we understand so um so he releases the duppy freestyle and he goes in on Pusher. And essentially, the, the overarching headlines <laughs> in, <laughs> in that track are that, Pusher, you're not even really about that life that you used to rap about it with the clips. You, it was really not you. You're just kind of like a looker yeah. and a recital person. You're not Pretty really, much. Yeah. I like how you summarise Right? That, you ain't really about their life. And then the other insults were just about Kanye. Right. Yeah. So, um... And then also, obviously, he released that, um, what was it? The invoice picture. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. So, so money owed for services rendered, reviving Petty. your career. Petty. Petty on 100. Petty. Petty on 100. <laughs> so. But funny. Right? <laughs> Definitely funny. And I think Pusha tweeted back, oh, you send the invoice for the other 20 or something like that. Mm. So at that stage, it was all good <laughs> joshing. Uh-huh. Good joshing hip hop fun. <laughs> so then, <laughs> and then we all went to sleep. <laughs> we all went to sleep, and then literally what? Twenty four hours later, it was like we woke up and there was carnage, <laughs> carnage. Pusher T spilt the tea. So he comes back with his track. What is his track called? Ad Ad Adidonis. The, the, the story the, of the story Adidonis. Adidon. Adidon. Yeah. Right. Okay, so let's go through the overarching headlines oh in that track. It was so much. <laughs> Drake, <laughs> you were born out of wedlock. Mm-hmm. Your dad didn't marry your mum. Your dad left you when you were five years mm-hmm. old. Oh dear, what a shame. Right? You are a waste man mm-hmm. because you have this love child by a porn star mm-hmm. that you have hidden away mm-hmm. and that you're planning to bring out with something to do with some Adidas deal. Yeah. That's even waste. Have I missed anything? Yeah, he said that his hair doesn't nap up right. Oh god. So questioning that his... took me 
out. I was like, I know everyone's going on about the whole the mum, the dad, and this. No, you're but right. When somebody's like, your hair does. So basically, he's implying that you don't really have a full identity of your blackness. Yeah. Which, hence why the face. Yeah, of the, the of, cover. Of Drake. Um, or in in blackface, and mm. I have to say, when I first saw it, I was like. Oh, Pusha man, why would you photoshop blackface onto? I thought and it was then, photoshop, and then and the clue then bomb dropped. He was like, Nah, this ain't no photoshop. This dude did that, he actually did this, right? So now I'm just like, But Aubrey, you <laughs> <laughs> oh. need to explain, yeah. You and the thing is, the so thing much. is, so that is, I don't know how many days ago that was yeah. now, but it is a number of days and counting since that happened. And the only thing that Drake seems to have done since then is issue some sort of press release about <laughs> the cover, about, so about the, um, the, the blackface picture. Right. So we, we're still waiting for a, for a response to Pusher. And I'm just thinking, you know what? We have to treat Drake in the same way we treated Meek. Exactly. And this is the thing. There ain't no defibrillators in this game. First of all, do not panic. This is not going to affect his career or anything like that. However, it does leave a little stain Mm. on his legacy, which I believe Drake is very, very much aware of and would like to protect. Because he's sensitive. Fair enough. You know, everybody would want to do that. But at the same time, it's like, you're not a stri- you're not a street rapper. Mm. You're not a battle rapper. Mm. You're a pop star mm. again, which is fine. You make amazing music, and mm. I will be there to buy your album. And as 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 Pusha said, yeah, something about the millions don't something when someone else is counting. Yeah, it. yeah, so, something about how it slices in. Yeah, the millions. Basically, you have to divide up the pie now. Yeah, between there's baby, more people involved, i.e., little added added adults. <laughs> but yeah, no, he. I think he. I think he let his ego get the best of him because because of the meat mill situation. Right. Which essentially, he won that battle. And actually, he let that play out for the longest amount of time. Mm. He kept playing back to back at his concert. At his concert. And had screenshots and like... God, I'm just like, remembering it in, now. Like, you know, what's it? Your girls tour? Is, your Is that a world tour, tour or, or a girls, girls tour? tour? Or yeah, girls them tour. lines there. And we all loved it. We mm. all lived for it. So now you're in a similar situation There were some me. bars in back to So back, all you Drake fans, just fall back because this is the nature of the beast when you step into, you know, battle rap or when you're beefing and going back and back. There are no rules to this. And Drake wanted it and he got it. And he got it. And the thing is, let me be real about this. I don't really care enough. I ain't getting no, old out here. I. I'm just enjoying watching <laughs> right? the back and forth. The right? back and forth. I'm not that heavily invested in Pusha T or in Drake. I'm just enjoying yeah. the sport of it. And that's the thing. I like I like me some Drake. He makes some good, catchy mm. tunes. Um, I, I I do think some of Pusha's messages. Not in, not to say Drake's aren't, but some mm. yeah Pusha's overarching message in most of you know his music. Um, when he was part of the clips is uh, slightly problematic. Mm. Um, but, but it's hip hop. And I don't say that um, my my whole reasoning and my whole love of hip hop is entirely in keeping with the rest of my politics. But yeah. on this beef thing, it is just purely entertainment to me. Purely. And if on, a, on an entertainment level, if I have to assess it, which is all, all that we're doing here, there are no defibrillators in this mm. game. 
Drake has flatlined in this fight. <laughs> He's flatlined. Even if he, you see, even if he comes back, it's too, you no left it too late. Cares. We don't care anymore. You left it too yeah. late. This is just like Meek. It's, mm. too, it's, it's too late, bruh. Mm. It's too late. You had your time. You had your time. Tick, tick, tick. As it, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> As he said, tick, 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 six, tick, oh, tick. Do you think that line about his friend oh, was, was out too of much. order? It was too much. A lot of it was out yeah. of order. All of it was out of order. All of it was out so of order. So what do you think about Jay Prince? Um, coming, coming out, out and, and saying right, 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 and saying um, that he's telling Drake not to, to back off, yeah, <sighs> not to respond. It's just like, really, just yeah. leave it, just let it commence. But I understand where he's coming from in the sense that that's his money at the end of the day. So if you're sensible, like, bruv, don't mess up, don't mess up the bag, don't mess up the bag. But again, uh, he's a pop star. He's the thing is, it's who, this. but who are we saying? It's whose money? It's Drake's money. Drake and this, uh, but Drake's multi though. But Jay Prince, he's also involved in Drake. He gets a, a shed load of money for any moves that he does. Or but that's what I'm thinking. That if they're if they're multi, sometimes you got you got you got to put care. the bag to a side and rich, just. You want it more. But that's what I'm saying though. That you got to think about that. Mm. You know, it's like a game of chess. You got to think a few moves ahead. You got to right. think about that before you issue the first diss track. You can't issue mm. the first diss track, get a response, and then be like. Oh no, what about now. my money? I so better do not do think, this. Do you believe that Drake had another track ready to go? Because that's what Jay Prince is saying, that they had one good in the bag, ready to go. But he was like, no, because if I release, if you release that, it's going to destroy whole families and lives and all the rest of if, it. If, if that is right, and Drake then decided not to release it, you shouldn't have released the first one. Mm. To me, it's like when people say to you, oh, I want to tell you something. Oh, no, 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 I can't tell you, I can't yeah, tell you. Yeah, yeah. Don't start, none, mm. won't be none. But then I thought, what could you possibly say? I believe that if he does have a track, it's probably all to do with Kanye. Mm. And in that respect, I'm be like, well, he still loses to me. Because yeah, because it would be in easy. These, yeah, Kanye's an easy target like, right now. Given his wife and his mental health and just his, his history, even if there are things that we don't personally know about Kanye, and I'm sure there's loads of stuff that we yeah. don't know. Even the things that we do know would be enough if someone's clever enough to put them into a rhyme form yeah. and just go at him. But you know what then, but think about that. It would, it, it shouldn't actually be that. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I can't, somehow I think that would be so wide of the mark that mm. why should he make it about Kanye? You could have a, yeah. you can have but a couple of bars about, um, with the Duppy Freestyle, most of that was about Kanye. That's why I'm saying in the response now, what could you possibly have? Because why didn't you put it in the fir- in the Duppy Freestyle then if you've got so much on Pusha T? Do you know why I don't think he would have put it in the Duppy Freestyle? Because it wasn't at that level yet. It was just, oh, right, okay. you know, it, it was, was almost like a, ca- yeah, it was yeah. almost like a careless diss. I'm just yeah. going to throw this out there yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. But Pusha put some flames underneath mm. it now. He put some fire on it. Yeah. So it's like, is Drake going to respond in kind? Mm. And the thing is, if you're not, you, you know, that, that whole thing that you said, um, it, says, it, it says a whole lot about Drake as a hip hop artist. Because yeah. if we take it back, the whole genesis of hip hop is storytelling, mm. right? Mm. And then the, the, the road that it went down was certainly kind of battling and mm. not not any kind of like fighting battling, but you are trying to spit the the, the best bars. Yeah. And that in turn was like disses and cusses mm. and but for bants, but the the artistic nature of it, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So that is a that's an intrinsic part of hip hop. 
And if you're putting yourself out there as a hip hop artist, but then in the middle of a real mm. hip hop beef, mm. because to be honest, putting aside the disrespect levels, there were some clever bars. Like yeah. Pusha had some meta like said, bars. Hair don't nap up right, and I know only certain folks are gonna understand. There were some the layers to that. And if you wait from a certain community, and even 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 know. even the money thing, money not mm. adding up right when baby, because there's the baby and yeah. there's baby and baby mama, right? And, you know, Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So it's just like there's there's layers. Pusha had some real meta layers, and mm. artistically, it was it was it was grimy. It so was. Drake, I if feel you're like it a... was a lesson in how to like, if you're gonna go at someone, because if you watch um like regular battle rappers that, that go on you know these platforms where they're able to go go against each other they literally do they do their homework yeah. on their opponent and yeah. they dig up the dirtiest grimiest things that you can think of so when all these drake fans are like ah, i'm like you lot you can tell you lot are born in either early 2000s or the <laughs> mid 90s because right. this is what it is yeah. like they go hard yeah if you ain't got the minerals mate yeah come out the game so the, yeah and, and <laughs> I, I i completely agree with that but also the point i'm making is this his 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 um concession or his agreement not to respond mm. says something about him as a hip-hop artist and it really perhaps says something about you know the landscape that we're in at the moment when you decide you, you pull out of a beef yeah. because of commercial considerations it's crazy know, it shows right? you the real competing yeah, interests of the art form you you're not really about this life because that's it that's what i think that's what i think would either concede or he would go back at you. Right? That's it. Can you see There's someone... no press releases <laughs> to explain anything. That's what I'm saying. There's no, oh, let me get my boy to go on all of these press rounds and talk about how, you know, he told me not to respond. And right? There's none of that. There's, there's none, there's of, none that. of that. It doesn't exist. And in a, in a way that kind of undermines, and that's what I'm saying, maybe you shouldn't have let off the first shot then. Yeah. You can't let off the first shot and then just be like, oh, money, money, money. No, 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 no. Shouts out to um, Travis J. He tweeted... Who do you know that would go as hard for you as Jay Prince has for um for Drake? And I tweeted back, my mum. That's, That's the only person. I was thinking, I was thinking of he my brother, was, for real. He was busting up. I'm like, that is the only person. Right. But again, in a battle rap situation, you can't have your mum, your dad, your auntie. Right. Uncle, you just can't. That's not what it's about. Yeah. So I think Drake, I think Drake has doubly, doubly let his own side down. I know, right? You know, like not not responding not responding for that particular reason but also starting something that you're not prepared to finish mm. like you're supposed to have planned all of that yeah. way in advance i was listening to um joe budden's podcast and he had a really good a great opinion on it i love listening to joe when you know these things kind of pop off and he made a really good good point about the fact that um drake is a bully because mm. he was referring back to the meat mill situation he and, went no oh, i don't and he know just went and he goes if you see how that situation kind of played out mm. it's like we can't be feeling sorry for him right about now yeah i don't he, feel sorry for him definitely i like him but i don't feel sorry that for him. entire time yeah. and he did like meek was literally the underdog of the situation yeah and he he just went for him and he yeah. kept going for him yep so now you can't spin around and you cannot, absolutely cannot say, oh, it's time to back off and it's time to... Yeah, that's what I mean. It's just all it? it's all backwards. You didn't have all of this this energy <laughs> when it was me. And you know what? You see this whole this whole year, yeah. we need a sub-chapter <laughs> of, of our podcast because it really... The, one of the it's main pieces is keep, keep that same, same energy. energy up. I'm telling you. Keep that same energy. And they didn't have it at all. So I feel like Meek is in the corner somewhere 
cracking right? up. Like, get him, push him, get him. <laughs> Finish him. Get him. So, yeah, man. I mean, oh. Anyway, Drake, I'm sure you'll be fine. His album comes out soon and, you know, people will love him again. But, yeah. I do think it's so really damaging for his brand that now he's supposedly got a, a, a supposed porn star. You know, to, to be honest. Because most of his fan base are women. They are, but I think, I hope that they're sensible women because actually mm. Drake's a bit of a fuckboy. You can L- tell listen, that. Listen, You can tell that. If you can't tell anything, you can tell that. All I say to myself is, I'm surprised he doesn't have more kids than this, to be fair. And I tell you, shall, 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 shall I tell you one of the biggest ways to identify a fuckboy nowadays? Mm. And Drake does this that often. They to Drake. Nah. <laughs> it's when a when guy wants to tell you how much of a good guy he, he is. is. Oh my God. So like, much as that has been going off on Twitter lately, a lot of people are getting exposed. Like the ones that want to come out and champion, yeah, black women, I'm here for you, but you're doing some some nastiness behind doors and it's been exposed. Shout if out you're to Kalech Nicole, she knows what I'm talking about. Right, if you're a good guy, <laughs> the one thing you don't have to do mm. is keep proclaiming it. Li- listen, because it will sing you know for already. itself. You know already, right? So, but that's not to take away from nice for what. Love yeah, that tune, banger. And this is the thing, it makes me, it hurts my heart. It hurts my heart, Drake. When you released that, I was like, yes, fam. This is my, my anthem. I'm telling you. But now I'm stuck on Pusha T and this diss track, and it shouldn't be like that. I'm sorry. It just, it just, everything about it, I'm just like, oh my God. Oh my God. It hits, it just, it's like it's hitting me. It's not like, do you know what? The thing is, so I've got this, and this is probably, again, says a lot about the state of, hip-hop or maybe it just says a lot about my kind of whack taste so the tunes that i have on rotation at the moment it's you know interspersed with other tunes as well but in the field of rap yeah, but it really yeah. is just pop is actually um so drake nice for what yeah nikki's chun lee i yeah, think that yeah. bangs i love it and um so you know since coachella mm. i've now i don't play um ot genesis I've been getting to the money. Yeah. I don't play that one. Play I play the version with the horns. It bangs, you know. It bangs. Like he's given me a whole new lease of life yeah. of that tune. So those are my oh <laughs> those are my God. jams at the moment. Yeah, man, Drake, you put a little bit of a. You could have just left it. For, you could have just left it, and we could have just all enjoyed. Nice for what? I know. Now nobody remembers that. <laughs> no one. We tried to do a good thing for the girls, and nobody knows. Damn it! Somebody. Oh, before I forget, somebody tweeted. Oh God, this is so bad about Drake saying, "Oh, are we really surprised about the the woman that he's impregnated, given the fact?" Given the fact that the people that he's, the black boys that he's been moving with in the UK kind of all get together with girls that don't look too dissimilar oh to that. I was like, levels. Oh my goodness. Levels. What the hell is going on? Levels. Like, you are just really just like taking it there. And the thing is, I can't even disagree with. Hashtag questions that need answers. Well, like I said, yeah, when you're here, don't nap up, right? You're answering, you got, mm, anyway, let me not, let me move on before people, no, because you're really offending. Because, <laughs> uh, I'm shaking right now. <laughs> We're all the same. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, great, whatever. I'm just saying questions need to be answered. So <laughs> let us move on because we're done with them. Look, they'll all be richer than us at the end of the day. Anyway. So God forbid. It's really my passion to be the richest person <laughs> in this <laughs> life. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Throw some holy water. Right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So anyway, so today, um, are you familiar with um, Slumflower? 
on Twitter. Right. Okay. Yeah. So if you guys know, I'm sure you're aware of who she is right now. She is the kind of poster child of the hashtag saggy boobs matter she's an activist a social media activist social media influencer and she's forever talking about you know the the daily issues of being a black woman and how we're received in society Mm. how we're treated by um you know black 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 men in particular Mm -hmm. so she was invited on to um bbc um bbc radio Mm-hmm. I can't remember which radio station it was, but anyway, she was asked to give her opinion on black men. So the wait, that's a really broad. Yeah, I topic. think. Let me, because basically the reason why I say that is that the video that's been going around is mm-hmm. literally about. Um, it's a thirty-second snippet. Right. So okay. So if you're watching it, it just looks like she's exclusively talking about black men, mm. but it's not. You know, with these snippets, it's always a lot longer mm. than that. But they just use that particular snip. Of what snippet of what she had to say mm. on that. So let me just see if I can pull it up quickly. Hang on a sec. So yes, yeah, so if you go to the um, at BBC Woman's Hour, you can find. Okay, so that's Radio Four Woman's Hour. Yes, right. Okay, that's it. Oh, I've been on that. Hang on a sec. <laughs> so I you know, qu- yeah, I quite listen. I quite like listening to. Um, uh, women's hour when I can and the thing is you know every guest on there will only have a short period of time so I mean it's a very it's, it's really broad to have someone on to speak about black men was it to speak about black men or was it to speak about no I think she was just giving her literally giving her opinion on that I'm really sorry I'm trying to put it up okay so my my thing about that would be that it's a bit difficult to have somebody come on a you know, a national program with all that reach to talk about a subject so wide in a really slim allocation of time. Right. So I'm kind of concerned that you're telling me that she was on BBC. Okay, so here's a tweet. On our late night um, women's hour at Lauren Laverne meets interesting women from intimate and honest nocturnal conversations. This is at Slumflower talking about her photo that went viral and what it says about society. So I'm going to play the... Yeah, but um, what's the f- like, what's the photo? What the photo oh, is that she's talking about? That photo went viral because of no, what? No, no, the video of what she was saying. It's an oh, audio th- video, it's not a photo. Oh, no, no, I thought you just said she's talking about a photo that went viral. No, 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 no. She's uh, giving her opinion in the video. So people have picked up on what she said in this little 30-second clip and are not happy with her. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I think I get you. So let me just play it. society is structured you've got the white man on the top followed by the white woman then the black man then the black woman at the very bottom so black women are the least protected people in society now i posted that photo and i got loads of abuse from black men saying things like a thousand hideous your hair is undone there were black women making statements too along those lines but why why i didn't feel as disappointed by the black women as i was disappointed by the black men is because we have to understand that there's such a thing as a patriarchy princess and what that means is someone who aligns themselves with an oppressive group so that they feel like they have more power now all the time on my timeline in the community black men aren't doing enough to protect black women and so there have been so many jokes where black men have used um black women as as the footstool of their jokes are like, oh, you're too dark, too wearing red lipstick and all these things. That's colorism. That's a whole different conversation. And 
why it affected me that black men made those comments about me was because I expect a lot more from them. Um, they mm. are in a position to be protecting me, not me having to protect everyone else. Okay, so I kind of get, that's why I was asking about, so the subject seemed to be specifically, she's talking about a photo that she posted Mm -hmm. that went viral, and when it went viral, people were giving, were were sending her derogatory remarks. So obviously she's, you know, the poster child, if you like, of the saggy boobs matter, you know, that's how she's kind of known right so she created that hashtag so the reason why the hashtag um one of the reasons why the hashtag took off is because the the picture that she's referring to was a Mm -hmm. picture of herself Mm -hmm. and obviously her boobs they sag right so that is the picture that people were attacking so she's talking about right the backlash yeah who was you know the main people kind of attacking her yeah for it and notably as well you know it's one of the things that she mentioned in particular talking about her hair being unkempt and all the things so all of that so People, people have picked up on this and some people are upset about the fact that she's gone on a mainstream platform mm-hmm. and spoken about an issue. Yeah. Sorry, spoken about an issue that um, that we have within our own communities. Oh, right, so right, right. the question I'm asking is whether or not we should actually have said conversations on mainstream platforms mm. like BBC or Channel 4 or Channel 5, whatever the case may be. Like, yeah. is it you know conducive yeah does it help us at all is it you know yeah i think you know what i see i see i see where the issue would come from and the difficulty is it's kind of like the difficulty that i thought was going to be the problem with that which is i thought the issue was going to be that there was no there was no kind of background and no kind of context to and I don't just mean context about that specific issue, mm. but con like the the long range of context to a specific situation, and I think we can that that can be the difficulty sometimes when you have a quote unquote black situation or something that's in our community that we want to talk about or that we do talk about but then a snapshot of that conversation or one part of that conversation um, makes it to the mainstream it is without the whole build-up the whole context historical and otherwise Um, and so that kind of that can that can sometimes skew even the nature of the conversation and not just that then it invites, it invites comment, it invites critique, it invites criticism sometimes. Yeah. And that criticism is not properly steeped because it hasn't had, it hasn't had the benefit of seeing the fullness of the actual conversation. Do you understand what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So I, I can see where an issue would arise with that. Mm. I, I definitely can because as she had to even say, she knows she's got limited time. So she's talking about you know, sometimes black women being the butt of black men's jokes. And she gave the example of, um, you know, black men saying, you know, black women shouldn't wear red lipstick. ASAP Rocky mm. apparently came out and said that. And she said that that has, that's, that's steeped in colorism, but that's a whole nother conversation. Mm. But actually it's not. Mm. If you think about it, yeah, yeah. it's all connected, but you haven't got enough time, time to get into to it. Get but when we're down. talking about it in our own communities, mm. we kind of do have the fullness of time and the fullness of history and we see where it's come from. So I, I, I can see why um, some people may have a problem with 
the airing it out. And there's also there's also this angle. Sorry to, to mm, go no, on. Go ahead. But there's also this angle that oftentimes these platforms have spaces to fill, mm. right? So uh, we want to guess. We want to guess for this show. We want to guess for that show. We want We want a topic to talk about. So they're not giving you the platform because they care, mm. because they empathize, because they feel for you. Mm. They're not giving mm. you the platform mm. because they're looking for solutions. They're giving you the platform to fill their airtime. Right? Ooh, what's the buzz thing on Twitter right now? Right? Let's, let's speak to this young lady here because she's been very vocal about right? X, Y, and Z and her, you know, her Twitter followers is and it was trending. in the thousands. Yeah. So yeah. And it was trending. But 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 are we having this conversation? Um, with the real expectation that our listeners or even people that are affected by the situation that we're talking about can find sense out of it, can find solutions out of it, mm. can find any kind of anything positive out of it, or is it just the airing? Right. And I can see where that even the more I say to it, yeah, it's I problematic. It's a bit of a catch-22 situation because whatever you do, even if you went on there and was quite, you know non-biased shall we say mm. and said you know this is my experience but I also i understand that this is the experience of black men and they go through this and we mm. go through that mm. blah 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 even if she took that kind of stance mm. i still feel like people would have a problem mm. with it my thing is i don't have an issue with um people going on mainstream platforms to talk about the issues within our communities but i do think we have a certain responsibility to make sure that when we do talk about these things that we do it in a way that it it is that is quite clever in the mm. sense that, you know, you have to also realize that as much as there is a, a, a larger audience of maybe non-black people are listening, we also consume in those platforms as well. Right. So if you're talking, make it apparent that, you know, I'm from your community, so I'm going to be speaking to you mm. primarily mm. so that we understand where you're coming from. And if you're going to talk about it, you talk about the, you know, talk about, as much time as that as you can mm. within the short space of time that you can try to get in there both points of views mm. if you so can. give a balanced view yeah, essentially give a balanced view because I think most of the the issues that people have with Stunflower I believe her real name's um, Chidera mm. is that they feel like she's oh, very she's Igbo. yeah oh. she's very oh. she's very anti black man and I mm. don't believe that she's anti black man I feel like she's anti stupid mm. black men and we know that those black men exist, exist right. and I sometimes feel like the problem that people have with her and other women like her is that they don't like the fact that they're being called out mm. on their shit and now it's being called out even more and they're being exposed on a wider platform which means oh god Jesus like and I think for me personally, I feel like sometimes black people, we like to appeal to the better side of white people. Yeah, respectability so we, politics. Yeah, so if we yeah. look bad in front of them, then we just, we just look bad all the time. How mm. about what you were doing is bad anyway? Mm, Why mm, is it mm. now that you're, you feel like, oh, you know, it's a problem now because white people know about it. Mm. We've been knowing about it. It wasn't a problem then. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. this I has been going agree, on for yeah. some time. Is it not? Has it? Was it not a problem then? Yeah. So now that she's on a mainstream platform, all of a sudden you got issues. Mm. What's the issue? Yeah. No, I see. I see that as a as a valid argument. Mm. And I mean, you know, this also goes back to the point of, you know, if we if we are about this assimilation life, mm. <laughs> then this this is what it is. You know, this then you it. are out there talking on these platforms. Um, about these issues and 
you know what you know what the platform is. Mm. I was having a, a, se- a quite a separate conversation with somebody um, yesterday, in fact, about the whole Raheem Sterling debacle. I know we're going to come to that. Mm. Um, I'm not going to call it a debacle. The whole Raheem Sterling Just, poor ugh. treatment by the white press in this country. Mm. Let's call a spade a spade. Um, or call a tattoo a tattoo, but we'll come <laughs> to that. Um, like, the point is that um, sometimes we have to realise that if we are, if we do want to play on that stage, this is this is what it's going to mm. be. This is what this it's going to be. Because at one point we're like, oh, we want inclusion in these platforms and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And oh, I, sorry, I forgot actually the point I was going to make yeah. that when, when I was talking about the Raheem Sterling thing, that... Um, one of the points that a, a friend of mine made was that, you know, in some ways, why don't, why don't sometimes people say, right, if I've got an exclusive, I'm going to black press. Mm. I'm going to go to The Voice. True. I'm going to give the story to The Voice. Yeah. I, I, I don't want to, I don't want to mix with you because you lot disrespect my people so mm. often. I ain't come to you with no big story. And we know that the machine will do its thing mm. if that were to happen. And there'll probably be more negative press. But, mm. you know, if we start doing that, we know what it is, mm. isn't it? We know what it is. So we'll see what the machine because i mm. now see what's what's going on with raheem well, like sterling I, like I said before your friend made a, a brilliant point why do we keep going to express it's mm. because we want to be included mm. in what the mainstream is doing that, yeah that's what it is and that, like i said so we can't have it both well, ways we can't have it both ways is that one minute you don't want them to know the next minute can we can we come in please mm. which is it yeah you yeah know, make up your mind what yeah. is it and then it goes it goes even further back mm. because then in the efforts of these platforms trying, and mm. I put that in inverted commas sometimes, it's trying to be diverse mm. and trying to be inclusionary, they also have to realise it's not just let me take this issue and plonk it here yeah. because this issue has its own history. Mm. It has its own roots. It has its own um, um, you know, like and they're, DNA they're included in that history as well. They try to make out like it's a singular right. thing. Right. Like I was talking to shouts out to Rance. We were talking about the whole knife crime and draw music and this kind of thing. And you know, we were just saying that you know this has been going on for forever. You know, knife crime, gun crime. Mm. And I, I do believe that the stats show that they haven't gone up or down. They've actually mm. pretty much the same as they were. 10 years ago i said the only difference is the, the fact younger that ages areas no no even that areas that you live in i'm from that mm. you're from other people that look like us are from brixton halsdom streatham clapham wherever the case may be these areas are being um gentrified mm. there's money being pummeled into this. there's another group of people that are moving in mm. so now it's a problem for London now, knife crime is a problem because these people are being affected. Mm. The prices of their homes are being affected. They can't live in areas where people are being stabbed left, right, and centre. Yeah, that can't sure. happen. So now it's a national issue. Why was it not a national issue 10, 15 years ago? Yeah, yeah. And that's what it is. They don't care if the kids are out here killing each other. Yeah. They're not business. But you're doing it on my man's, you know, Foxton's homes that are being trying to be sold. For, for a million pounds plus. Mm. And so it becomes, now it becomes something that's kind of noteworthy. And, but um, this is it. So now it's like, oh, now now we're involved. Oh, yes, this is this is a problem. Mm. Really? You know, it reminds me of, although it's kind of like inverted, uh, I don't mean to like derail the whole thing, mm. but I was just reading an interesting thing 
uh, an interesting article yesterday or day before about the legalization of cannabis in um, in Canada. Right, right, right. And they were saying that there's some, somebody was writing an article and they were just saying the perversity of it is, is that so they're going to legalize it so that you can have up to a certain amount. You can grow a certain amount of plants. You can have mm, a certain amount. Mm. You can do what you want. You can trade it with friends. You can give it things that used to be possession, things yeah. that used to be possession with intent to supply, like the UK version of the offenses. They're going to be decriminalized now. Um, and then all, all the people now who are in these big companies mm. who are who are top, top guys in these big companies now are people that used to be like maybe like police officers, judges, uh, uh, counsellors and commissioners who were for mm. all these penalties against people like that. So it's 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 like I was reading it and I didn't actually think it was a very well um, well presented argument on some levels, yeah. but there was a certain kind of kind of bottom line that made me just think now that is that's absolutely fucking perverse so you had some politicians who were saying that to legalize or, or a particular politician he, he'd quoted was um had said that to legalize cannabis was the same as to legalize murder what? now now it's been decriminalized he's in some he's some top dude in some company really? that's that's um making money off it and then now he's saying, oh, well, you know, I did I, I did my research on it and I found that actually, you know, pot wasn't as bad as that. But what what about the rhetoric? Mm, what about what you were saying mm. before? What about all the people that, you it's know, smoking it, Shazza? Like, like, seriously. So yeah. it's just, you know, I don't, I, now in my brain, I don't even know how I got to this point. But mm. there is some serious kind of hypocrisy and, um, you know, you can take one stance on something at one point, but mm. then later on down the line in history you're on some whole new wave about it so um as i said i don't know how i got here yeah but we're gonna go and talk on talk about um raheem sterling oh yeah and the the ridiculous treatment he's been given <sighs> by the press i've never seen anything like it in my life God, i'm just yeah. like the man's not allowed to go into greg's he can't buy his girlfriend anything if he's seen in primark that's a problem he just can't, he can't buy his mum anything either. Did I say that already? I feel like I'm, I, <laughs> I'm going it's mad. Bad, I'm going mad. It's I feel, bad. I'm like, this is a young man who wasn't born with a silver spoon in his mouth, is looking after his wife, his mum, not doing anything, you know, just totally wild and out there. No, he got a, he, he got a gun tattoo. Oh, Lord. okay. He got okay, a gun tattoo. Okay, and let's... as Piers Morgan said, oh. that is tantamount to celebrating oh, gun culture can is you imagine the same man that's a, a huge gunner supporter i.e arsenal i.e their emblem is what is it is big it off not... cannon right. <laughs> so what, what are we doing what are we saying i don't understand i don't understand like like seriously so raheem sterling <laughs> said that the tattoo is unfinished mm. that it is he he said it's to do with the fact that he shoots with his right leg and so he's got a gun on there. Mm. But he's also said that his dad was mm. killed, shot dead mm. when he was, I think he was two. Mm. So he would never touch a gun anyway. Mm. And there's going to be, I think, some kind of imagery to do with that. But why should he have to explain His that? His body, Piers! 
I don't understand why anybody would choose to focus on that, on this young black boy's leg. When there's people out there, there are other footballers out mm. there who have gun tattoos that you're not making any noise about, mm. that nobody hears a peep about. You have this young black man who is not involved in criminality, mm. who is excellent mm. by all accounts. Mm. Because I don't, I don't, you know, I'm not a Liverpool fan and I'm not a Man City fan. Mm. I, I, I ain't a Man United. I'm London. Yeah. And Raheem Sterling ain't played for Arsenal. That's who I support. <laughs> Let me put that out there. Right? Mm -hmm. But he's excellent by all accounts. Mm. Yeah. And apparently he's from Northwest London, so I'm I'm banging for him anyway, <laughs> right? Mm. But you don't want to choose to focus on that excellence. You don't want to hold him up as something to say, listen, young black boys, if you really care about mm. the so-called issue, listen, young black, this is what you can be with excellence and commitment and, and, and training and discipline. You want to now focus on, after you've gone through him being in Greg's, him proposing to his girlfriend him so-called being a love rat mm. him buying his mum this him driving this car now you've you this is where you want to go to you want to start talking you want to connect his name with gun violence mm. in the name of a tattoo that he's got it is a fuckery of the highest mm. order mm. of the highest order and i'm sorry if i don't like the term the race card but this is where people will start. Like, are you drawing the race card? If if I'm drawing the race card, I beg, Listen, give me a, a card said, to, so I can draw it. If the race card wasn't in the pack to play, then nobody could play it Right? Anyway. It is because there. of his race. There, I said it. It's funny because they're even, you know, watching the whole thing kind of play out on social media. Even like white supporters are like, yeah, this is definitely because he's, he's black. Right. Because they can't find any other reason why you would go at somebody because... They're buying a pasty from from like if it really was, stupid, nonsensical that are non stories. Right. Really. If it was, if it was just a, a Liverpool newspaper mm. that was saying it, then I would understand that they were saying because you know when people leave, it's like when yeah. people leave Arsenal and go Tottenham. When people oh, and I see what's his face, um, that premium vanilla. I can't remember his name, Giroud mm. in a Chelsea kit now. <laughs> getting my feelings yeah yeah i do do you see what i'm saying right. i do but people are even saying it's, it's, you can't even put it on that mm. it's not anything to do with the way he left liverpool mm. it is just because he's a black man living his best life mm. right now mm. i think historically the media have had a really like terrible terrible kind of track record with portraying black sportsmen mm -hmm. anyway. Mm -hmm. Like I can remember as clear as yesterday how they used to like portray, um, what's his name, Linford Christie. Yep, focusing on his lunchbox. All Disgusting. the time. This yep. is a man who was the only top sprinter in this country at that time of the Olympics when he actually won a gold medal. And I can swear nearly every single day, lunchbox this, lunchbox that, lunch. Every minute Demeaning. just sexualizing the man. I'm yep. like, this man is actually running for this country and this is how you treat him objectifying it was disgusting i'm just like why are you doing this yep. trash the man is up there with the likes of like carl lewis and all of them top 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 runners mm. all, all from the united states and mm. he's the lone british person running mm. and you lot doing you're doing it again with raheem sterling the world cup is when what next? just around the corner right, right around the corner mm. how is this young man supposed to prepare for this when you are supposed to be supporting him 
are tearing him down. And, and, and that's and why you won't win nothing. You ain't won nothing since 1966 and you will continue to not win nothing for another 66 right? years because you're just a bunch of <laughs> dotted junkro. <laughs> Yeah, and let me just and even. Times, one more, sorry, I'm sorry, and this is why you know Linford, you should have gone and run for Jamaica, and Raheem, you you should have gone and played for for Jamaica. If that was that was allowed because they don't appreciate us. All of this talent that we bring You're over right. to the country, right. and you just piss all over You're us. Right. If every black person that played sport in this country just up and left and went and played for the the country of their mum mm -hmm. or their dad, we'd be fucked. Mm -hmm. What would you do? Mm -hmm. Your track record would be shit. It wouldn't even be. It wouldn't even be sport. It's a game. Now. I see no lies. It's a game. I see no lies. But you want to come for? Listen. I know. Don't even try it. That is it. And you know what? Just in the spirit of my left field uh, comments, because I just feel like the way that's that's <laughs> the way my brain is working. This reminds me of all those white women who came out and voted for Donald Trump. Oh my God. Should I tell you why? Mm. Because the bottom line there was. Their whiteness trumped everything. Yeah, yeah. So, so you know, people uh, analysts will say, yeah, yeah, excuse the pun. Their mm. whiteness trumped everything. Mm. They would rather. They know that he's a misogynist. They know that he's sexist. They know that he he wants to grab women or he has grabbed women by right, the pussy. Right. He knows of of. They know of what he's about. But you know what? Mm. <sighs> Put him in there because it means it keeps up. We keep our position. Yeah, because he's saying make America mm. great, and we know what those words really mm. mean. Means right. We'll be okay. So they come out and they vote for him. And it's the same way I feel as though the press, the white mm. press, you know, as much as this nation loves football mm. and they would love to go far in the World Cup, they can't rein in mm. that that disdain yeah. that they have for, for, for this, for, yeah. him, for him and his blackness and him living his black life. Remember they did something similar to, to support Jermaine him. Defoe as well. So I think at one point Jermaine was like the the top striker at the time when he was playing for England, and they always kind of there was all this always this thing of holding him back mm. of not kind of pushing him forward in the way mm. that they did with other previous white strikers. Another instance that I remember in terms of the difference in how they uphold white footballers to black fo footballers. Do you remember? I think it was Euro '96, and Paul Gascoigne was mm. the hot player mm. of of that time. And I think around about that time, that's when the news broke about him beating up his then wife. Oh, right. Do you okay. remember them pictures that came out with her? I was all just jacked. She looked like a mess. I can't remember that. And I remember him crying I, on the pitch about something. What I remember about that time is that people were so more concerned about Gaza not playing. Oh, no, yeah. just just let him play. Like, but, you know, oh, it's fine. You know, he battered that woman black and blue, mm. right? They did, I think they lost to Germany. They didn't win. But the point is, it's like, Gaza actually did something that was a criminal act against another person. Raheem Sterling bought Greg's, but yet the way he's being treated mm. is is this to say that, oh, he's, he's a criminal. A pariah. Yeah. And this is it. We need to stop the press like to demonize black men, basically. Mm. Mm. You know, which is why Piers Morgan can use his platform and and suggest that the gun on Raheem's leg it's got simply anything to do with he's yet again violence. another black boy who's involved in some sort of criminality hence why he's got the tattoo on his leg do you know what I mean footballers up and down have knives have guns have some sort of weapon that could do harm to another person right, so tattooed if someone on has, their body right, so if and also tattoos a, are very personal as well what I'm saying but a tattoo is harmless it's a it's a picture 
it's a no, picture. It's not harmless, Shezza. He's inside his legs. He's got actual bullets. And if he presses his kneecap, the bullets actually shoot out, and he can kill people. And in do, the they, field. do they? That's do they? Do they? Do they? Do, do, do the Idiot. critics seriously think that oh, so that crazy. tattoo ha- is going to have any effect on? those people who are so minded at the moment mm. already to be involved in gun crime. Do they think that they're going to, when, because then by, by the same, by the same fallacious logic, when they were looking at Raheem before son, the, the, mm. the, the tattoo, they should have been thinking, well, fuck me. I want, excuse my language. Mm. I want to go out and be a bloody footballer. Now Mm-mm. I want to go out and, and, and be really disciplined and get to the height of my career and play for, for queen and country with the free lines on my chest because that's what Raheem's he's done. Doing, yeah. If he's got that much power that when he gets that tattoo, all of a sudden now there's going to be youngsters saying, well, Raheem's got that on his leg. Mm. So that somehow has entered my brain and makes me want to go and pick up a, an assault rifle. I'll, do you know what? I need to stop because I can yeah. feel my, <laughs> my heart. Because <laughs> it's just nonsense. It's just like, where do you not come up with this logic? And the way you must have been trawling through those pictures to find the the tattoo on his leg in the first place. It's like, if you didn't tell me, I wouldn't know. Mm. Would you know? No. So this, I this, wouldn't have noted it yeah, as something And this something goes to show worthy. how much you like guys are actually targeting this active, young man. Active. You're looking him up and down on his entire body. Active. And you stopped at his 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 foot bottom active. to see. Yep. Nah, that means that you're actually trying to get him up up out of here. That's what you're doing, Raheem. You know, if he decided tomorrow he didn't want to play for you, lot, I'll be like, good. Good. You don't deserve him. And of course, he won't do that because it's his career. Right. This is it. This is what, you know, it's his career. And actually, this is like every footballer's dream to play for country. Mm-hmm. We just happen to be a, a country right mm-hmm. now, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right? A proper. Oh. Anyway, let's move on. We've got a letter. Ooh. Quite a juicy one. And it starts, dear ladies, I'm writing, I'm sighing because it's a deep one. I'm writing to you because I'm in a dilemma with a very good friend of mine, or at least um, someone who I thought was a th- was a friend. I have a friend who I've known for some time now. About two weeks ago, I told her that her boyfriend was hitting on me. I was very nervous to tell her I was as I was worried about the way that she would react. Naturally, she was very upset, but she seemed very grateful at the time that I had told her. Since then, um, it's also been revealed um, to me and to other people within our circle that he's been hitting on other women within our circle. Oh, God. Yeah. I thought that after telling her, I'd give her a little bit of time to kind of compose herself and to kind of obviously sort things out with her with her boyfriend. So I called a week later, okay? Um, um, to my surprise, she turned around and said that I was more or less to blame for what mm. happened. Um, obviously her boyfriend has got in her ear and fed her a bunch of lies I'm really upset about this as she's one of my really close friends she says she doesn't want to talk to me anymore but I really valued our friendship and I don't want to totally finish things with her what should I do what can you do I beg yeah, leave that in job <laughs> she's already told you she don't want to talk to you so you've done the best thing possible and you've told her the truth i think had you not told her anything and she found out by other means it would be you're damned if you do you're damned if you don't because it would be be why didn't you tell me you'd let this happen why didn't you tell me and now so you're damned if you do you're damned if you don't but you know she's now paid her money and she's made her choice Mm. 
she will choose, she has chosen not to believe you. She has chosen to side with this guy because even if she, she could have said, I believe you, mm. but I love him. Yeah. I believe you, but I'm so desperate. I don't think I'm going to get anything <laughs> better than this. So she I'm going to stay gonna here, right? So I'm going to stay yeah. with him, but I still want us to be friends, but she hasn't. She says she don't want to talk to you. Mm. So she's made a real big judgment call. Mm. Maybe that's what's kind of bugging her. The fact that she's turned around and said to the girl, I don't want to talk to you. So in my head, that makes me think he has got in her ear mm. because for her to not want to talk to you, he's clearly said something about yep. you to kind of defend his his nastiness, essentially. Yep. And now she's like, rather than speaking to you about whatever it is that he said, yeah. she's just cut you off. Because yeah. sometimes it just means that if I ask her, it means I'm going to get the truth of the matter. Yeah. And maybe I don't want to hear that. A lot of women do that. Yeah. A lot of women do that. So it's she's like, buried her head in the sand, but that's yeah. what I'm saying. But then she's made a, you know, all this stuff about, oh, I don't know what to do. Um, I don't want to finish it. Like, you've, the choice has been taken out yeah, of your hands. She's, yeah. she's, she's, she's cut you off. She's cut you off. And you need to, you need to hold that. Yeah. And really, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a painful thing to hold. Yeah. It's a and very hot bun to hold. Other people who have, who have, you know, it's transpired. He's been messing with. It's not even outside of your group. It's within your right? circle. So you can see what, what, where she's gearing up to, what a future she's gearing up to with him. Mm. And I think also you're kind of vindicated as well because if other people are now aware of his behaviour and mm. then they understate here that the two of you have, quote unquote, fallen out, well, you know, the explanation is clear. You don't have to, you don't have to even really kind of bite your tongue. You say, well, this is what happened. I said my piece and mm -hmm. it wasn't, it, you know, it wasn't welcome. So you don't even have that, that added fear, not that you may have had it, but you don't even have that added fear of, oh God, you know, what, what are people going to think? I fall out. Maybe they're going to think I'm in the wrong. No, mm. Every, it seems like people know what this guy is like, but this girl is, um, she it's wants to, she ridiculous. wants to ride it out. Yeah. And sometimes you just believe them to it because if she's not aware, well, she's aware of it now, but if she's not willing to admit to what's happening, I feel like sometimes you need to be hit over the head with a situation before you finally wake up. Yeah. Maybe this isn't her hit over the head moment. Mm. But when she finds herself isolated yeah. with no friends this and a husband who's maybe had it away with his mm. secretary or some woman at work, mm. What you gonna do then? You gotta leave them. Sometimes I just think girls are their worst enemies when it comes down to this because I don't understand what this gravitating towards the man is about. Mm. The only time I understand it is, is if, you know, the, the situation is that the, the other girl in question is lying. Mm. I don't feel like that's the case in this no. in this in this scenario. No, if here. she's writing letters about it. Right, no. exactly. So yeah, you just this is you just have to cut your losses, babe. And I just feel like as well, going back to the girl that the girl that chooses the guy, it's like mm. For what? especially 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 in a scenario like it's it's wild, especially in a scenario where that guy's hit on your friend. You know, mm. there's there's a, there's 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 a guy that's just uh, you know nasty and he's a horrible guy and he does something like that. But then there's a guy that's so nasty mm. and so horrible that he can't even do that over there yeah he does yeah. it right, right there, on the door right your friend mm. you think your friend's the only girl that he ever come into mm. contact with mm. but he, he still still whatever he has for you mm. the love that he has for you is not enough to 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 to, to dissuade him mm. not there 
Let me not mm. poo poo there. Let me go here. <laughs> That's the saying, don't shit on your own doorstep. I feel. Yeah. Not even. <laughs> and he's happily just pooping all over the place. Levels. I'm telling you. Yeah, so to the women out there who who just think, yeah, it's always the. Do you watch. Oh, wait. Do you watch Black Ink Crew? No, I don't. Okay, so you know, they. I've talked about this show so many times, but they have two. Um, branches of it they have the new york version and they have the chicago version mm -hmm. so at the moment the chicago version is actually being run right so it's on season three i believe mm -hmm. so there's this couple in there called don and i can't remember the girl's name it's mm. called a sheree she's she's the stupidest woman on the face of this and i don't oh like gosh. calling women in those kind of scenario stupid because I understand that a lot of women out there get digmatized but mm. I don't understand how you can be digmatized again and again and again why so the dom is a serial cheat a serial cheat oh. he comes back in the first season cheat uh, you know we're introduced to him as a cheater this girl is forever cussing out every girl that's around him oh, and, tiring, he's, and this though. is again the next person shitting on his doorstep because he always goes for girls that are like within their circle so he's a lazy cheater he's just a lazy cheater he's <laughs> disgusting second season oh, I'm a change man I'm not going to do this anymore they've got two kids we find out he has a, another child for somebody else mm. whilst they were in the, the relationship mm. they had a sort of okay co-parenting relationship but he's a bit of a shitty dad anyway because mm. he doesn't spend enough time with that child mm. so the woman that he's with now she's kind of conceived the fact yes there's another child and she's trying to trying to get the kids to you know know each other and everything mm. so we want to build a family blah 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 all of that mm. season three now which is the season we're on now isn't the man out there dicking around with her next girl? Oh, come on. She's been pregnant for him. There was a scenario that played out on the latest episode where the current wife now she is meets up with this the new girl. Mm. She's not been pregnant for him once, but twice. She shows the girl a screenshot of a money transfer that he sent to her to get an abortion for the oh, first baby. Oh, come off it. And then... The girl's like, still looking in her face. Well, you know, you just need to be prepared to be a single mother. Like, she's got all the, again, keep that same energy up, all the energy for this woman who is like, did you not just hear what I said to you? Your mm. man has not got me pregnant, not once, mm. but twice. Mm. He's mm. been fucking around on you. Mm. But for some reason, Unprotected. it's just like, yeah, he has this hold on her. Mm. She can't let go. And she feels like if I marry him, it's going to be better. If I have a kid for him, it's going to be better. If I act like the great stepmom, it's going to be better. And none of these things are better. The reason why they're not. not better, because it's not about you. It's about him. him. And we keep, women, we keep making it about each other. No, it's about him. Mm. Even Kirk with his dutty self in Love and Hip Hop. Oh, Atlanta. I haven't even watched that. I just sometimes The girl just, just run down into... poor Rashida. I want to talk to Rashida. Rashida's like, why do you want to talk to me? Mm. Sit a bit. There's the baby daddy right there. Go mm. and talk to him. But Rashida's in India as well. I don't even She's the next one, but she kind of handed herself all right the other day and Kirk is standing, sitting in the corner like chewing on his nails watching Rashida tell this girl, leave me alone. Mm. So that's the situations you put yourself in. You always have the option not to be in those situations if yeah. that's what you want. But if you choose to stay in there, then you choose to deal with a dutty dog and you have to accept that shit. Yeah. Right? I think I feel as though this the author of this letter should just say goodbye to the friendship. Your friend mm, has, has made the over. choice. 
you know, and yeah, it, it is kind of over. And just take it that you've had a lucky escape because if she doesn't have your back in this, what is she going to have your back in in life when you have had her back because you clearly told her to try to protect her? Mm. Leave it. Yeah. Leave it. Anyway, good luck, girl. Let's move on because we've got to wrap this show up. Shady Corner versus You Are The Light. Is there anyone you want to put in the Shady Corner show? Shady Corner. <laughs> oh, my God. Is that deep? Um, let me think. No. Oh, wow. I can't think that of is amazing. I'm having a good week. I know, kind of. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, but it's about work. I can't bother to get into okay. it. But you see, when I make certain legal arguments, <laughs> don't have to go back and think about it over lunch and speak to your fellow colleagues because you're just a recorder, yeah. not even a judge. And then all of a sudden you come back suddenly, all of a sudden I'm right. I knew I was right when I made the argument. Just find in my favour. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, my God. This one here, boy. <laughs> I was right. <laughs> So, yeah. no, apart from, apart, no, I don't really have anybody that I want to put in Shady Connor. Mm-hmm. Um, um, who do you want to put in the light? Let's think, of, let's end it on a positive note. Yeah. On a positive boon. Who do we want to put into the light? I want to put, okay, so I've got two things, actually. Can I put my, 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 my um, sh- one of my sheroes, Serena, back in the light? Yeah. For that cat suit and for winning. Because oh, she's a winner. I know we're putting Shady Corner now that you've mentioned Shady Oh my Corner. gosh, I know who you're going to say. The, idiot the journalist. Reporter. Come that off had it. The bare face cheek. The nerve Come to ask it. Serena Williams is she intimidated by Maria? I'm a cheat and I take drugs, Sharapova. Is she um. intimidated by her because of her beauty? Are you trying to tell me, Serena, who has beaten Miss Woman 18 times out of the 20 that they have hit the tennis court together, that she should feel some you know sort of I mean? way you know I'm in even... regards to intimidation from that one there? But do you, know why I'm even, do you know why I'm even more irritated and why that question, I would have just found a way to tell her. In the most scathing yet polite way that I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna come down to your very low level mm. and answer that, because you know what that 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 question presupposes. Mm. That question presupposes that I, Serena, <laughs> am not beautiful. Right. There's so many layers to that it's question. Impl- it's implied in the question, so I'm not gonna answer it. Mm. I'm not gonna answer it. Uh, maybe I don't. Are, are you in, inti- into are you intimidated? Face. It's th- that's what that's another level. Yeah, that's another level that you dare to come here on this this stage and this platform and ask me that. It's, it would be like me saying to as Serena Williams, if I was Serena, saying to that woman, "Are you not intimidated by me? Given the fact that I am richer than you, I'm better than you in every single way, and I'd win everything. Like you know, do you not feel my presence just you know wrapping around your body and you know eating your insides out? Do you not feel?" that do you not feel the intimidation at all like all over you what mm. is it that you earn per year what that is and then it, 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 we'll go back to it yeah if the card's not in the pack i can't play um, it but why should much. i be intimate what judgment call have you made mm-hmm. that my beauty doesn't outweigh her beauty right. so that no, I'm what not intimidated. I'm wondering why isn't she intimidated is by standard? me? What is the standard of beauty? Thank you. You know. So let's talk about that. The way I would have wrapped that girl up, boy. She would the way she would have. Ugh. Ugh. 
Anyway, I wanted to put into the light, just moving on from there, because Serena is a champion. Don't you dare come for her. But we'll put into the light um, NFL player. He plays for the Philadelphia Eagles. His name is Malcolm Jenkins. Um, basically, he was, um, you know, they do these after um, interview questions in the change locker rooms um, after every match. And rather than kind of giving a traditional type of interview, he, um, he delivered a message on the criminal justice system nice. and he presented it on large a series of large cards. Mm. So he was giving, showing stats. Every time they'd ask him a question, he would just show a stat mm. about the criminal justice system, how mm. it affects African-Americans mm -hmm. and people of color, you know, and how like 60% of African-Americans are actually in jail. Mm. And even though they only represent 13%, of the entire population, but 60% make up the prison system. Mm. Talking about how um, black kids are primarily targeted by police officers and how mm -hmm. many die by police police officers. So he just had all these placard cards and he's like, I'm going to keep doing these cards until somebody listens. Mm. So that was his way of protesting. And it's so interesting because the NFL going through, you know, a really interesting time at the moment with people protesting and taking the knee and everything. So And they've made a new rule, haven't they? Yeah, and yeah. this is it. So that's how he kind of exercised his right to kind of protest. Okay, you won't let me take a knee, mm. so I'm going to use these cards. It's mm. going to be interesting to or see. Or they will, and then they get fined or yeah, something like that. you know, yeah. oh, well, well, you know, oh, he's disrespecting the flag. Did you see anything about the flag in these messages that I, that I wrote? Nothing at all. Just trying to use excuses. Mm. Yet again, if the card isn't in the deck, we can't play it. Yeah. So shouts out to him, Malcolm Jenkins. Um, also want to shout out to model. Please forgive me if I've not pronounced your name correctly. Her name is Yersa Daly Ward. It's spelled Y-R-S-A. Basically, she's a model from Manchester and she fell into um, working as an escort and a lap dancer just kind of pay her bills and she's recently released um her autobiography which is called the terrible and it just focuses on her working class upbringing in london um how she was an escort and she had a really troubled um childhood so she's had success since then she's worked as a model for um companies like apple Topshop, and estee lauder so she recently just released this beautiful like stunning stunning yeah. girls but she's revealing the other side of the modeling industry that right. people don't really talk about i just two two things just came to my mind just bouncing off um what you said and i, I know we're wrapping up so i'm yeah. gonna keep them brief so what's that model that um that that fair-skinned Ghanaian model that edward Innes oh put on Adoa, the front of? oh yes Ado is that surname abena hang on a sec or is it adua or something adua, like that yes that's it right so one thing that just that's why i actually giggled when you started talking about um a model because it, it then it is clicked it into my head, head. Okay. so so winnie harlow was recently on either insta or twitter completely breading kim kardashian saying oh how yeah. she's so inspirational and this this and that and um oh, at this this model then <laughs> replied to her message saying is this a joke babes <laughs> but it's just the babes that actually made me laugh so i just i wanted to giggle about that but also um on your story about the player from the nfl yeah i just want to end by just linking it back to the conversation that i was having with my friend about raheem sterling right 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 I do feel as though it is it, it it should be the responsibility, and I think Rio Ferdinand said something. There was some article in the Evening Standard the other day. My friend actually presented it to me because we were talking about mm. this. But I do think it should be on 
the shoulders and on the hands of black sports stars past and present yeah. to come forward and put a circle of protection around mm. people like Raheem, around our young stars, because we know what it is. Mm -hmm. We don't need you to tell us what it is. We know no, what it we've is. We've seen it before. We've seen we've it in action. It. Yeah. And so please, 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 we've got to think about that whole collective responsibility for our young. And Raheem Sterling is young. And some people in the same industry, like, you know, people in my industry, we do it for our young ones coming through. We try to protect them. We try to mold them. We try to advise them. I'm not saying that it's not going on behind the scenes. Maybe mm. it is going on behind the scenes, but I want it to be vocal because the press are being very vocal about him. And to be honest, before I got angry about it, when I was reading about it, I got really upset. Maybe mm. that was my mm. maternal instinct kicking in. I got really upset. Yeah, thinking, yeah. Look at what they're doing to this boy. Mm. So... I, I love what that guy from the NFL is doing, mm. protesting, mm. bringing something to light mm. and putting it on a, you know, because they're there to ask him questions. There may be cameras, there may be dictaphones. The message is going to get out. Mm. I think we just need to start using platforms as well in that mm. same way. Going and back calling to what it the out. mainstream thing that we were talking about, again, it's not what you use, it's how you use it. Yeah. So if you're using it, make sure it benefits us as a people yeah because they're like you said you know they are only calling us to get their hits and their lights which is unavo un unavoidable mm -hmm. so we need to make sure that we get out of it what we need amen yeah so on that note we are going to wrap up um thanks again for joining us um yeah and we will be back this is two girls and a mic and we out